Have you finished your personal statement yet? Now's the perfect time to get it professionally reviewed by a medical school HQ expert advisor. We have former directors of admissions, admissions officers, and the like on our small team of amazing people. They have the inside knowledge from reading thousands and thousands and thousands, tens, if not 100,000 personal statements going through the process and setting up the process for their whole committee. They know exactly what medical schools look for and the common red flags that can get your entire application thrown out. Take advantage of our flash sale right now, going through May 6th, up to 6,000 characters reviewed for just $150. That's a $75 discount on our regular price. Go to editmyps.com. Again, that's editmyps.com. If you're applying to medical school in 2022, to start medical school in 2023, join me Wednesday or Thursday, Wednesday night at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, or Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern at premedworkshop.com. Go register today. I'm gonna show you how to tell your story in your application. Again, that's premedworkshop.com. If you are applying to medical school in 2022, be there or be square. The Premed Years, session number 183. Hello and welcome to the two-time Academy Award-nominated podcast, The Premed Years, where we believe that collaboration, not competition, is key to your premed success. I'm your host, Dr. Ryan Gray, and in this podcast, we share with you stories, encouragement, and information that you need to know to help guide you on your path to becoming a doctor. Now, you heard at the opening, I changed it a little bit, and I said two-time Academy Award-nominated podcast. Now, the Academy that I'm referring to is the Academy of Podcasters. And as this podcast is going out on Wednesday, May 25th, two days ago, I got an email that said, congratulations, the pre-med years was nominated as a top podcast in the science and medicine category. Woo, woo. Thank you. Oh, hi, Allison. I didn't know you were there. <laughs> oh, oh, hi, Ryan. <laughs> I took off my invisibility cloak. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you Harry Potter nerd. Anyway, so the two time, two time. So this is the second year in a row. Awesome. So this Academy of Podcasters has been out for two years and now I've been nominated for two years. So I would like to thank the Academy for this nomination, and uh, I, I, I want to thank you for listening. Obviously, there wouldn't be a podcast if you weren't listening right now, so thank you for that. That's so cool. Um, hi, Allison. How are you? I am well. Thank you, Ryan. How are you? I'm doing very well. Today, we have an interesting topic. It's uh, a little bit more serious topic, I would say. Mm-hmm. Why so serious? No? <laughs> See, that's funny, because that's... A Batman reference, yeah. and the other reference is a Spider-Man reference. It's like a whole Marvel theme. Spider-Man? Yeah, what we're going to talk about. What are you talking about? great power. Oh, I don't even yeah. know. That's that's a... Anyway, so... Now you're uh, all derailed. So anyway... Yeah, I'm, I'm very derailed. <laughs> no, so you were going to talk about something serious, right? What yeah, so, gonna so we're going to talk about something serious, and something that was in the news recently with... A neurology resident in Miami. I'd like to de-emphasize the neurology part. Let's just say resident. But yes, for identification purposes, she is a neuro- She was a neurology. She resident. was a neurology resident. So resident in Miami, they got 
uh, eventually fired from her job mm-hmm. because of um, what ended up on YouTube and everywhere online with her behavior with an Uber driver. Mm-hmm. And the discussion came about, there, there was a lot of discussion around, and I had a lot of discussions with, and Allison and I, Allison, you and I talked about this a lot, with should she be fired? Should, should, should she be allowed to go back to work? What is the role of the physician outside of the workplace? How does, how, what is the meaning of life? All of these questions. Wow, I didn't know that we took it there. Um, yeah, we did. Okay. Um, and so <laughs> I, I think we should have that conversation here and talk about kind of our roles as physicians and the standards that we're held to. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think it's important for anyone who's considering a career as a physician. And so that is, I would guess, all of you out there listening, or some of you are or medical students now or uh, practicing physicians who listen to us and we love you. Um, but I think, yes, I think if you're interested in becoming a physician, if you, if that is your passion, that is your goal, that is what you want in life, then this is important stuff. Um, your, your professionalism, your, the, the standards that we are all held to. And so I think, I don't know, Ryan can share his feelings about this whole incident that happened with this resident. I think it's very sad, but I think it really does raise this issue and it it's a very important one to discuss. So let's talk a little bit about the the fact, I mean, put aside the fact that she got belligerent on video attacking this Uber driver what what is so special with her being a physician? Why does that make this so different? Because physicians are held to a higher standard. If you think about when you go into the doctor as a patient and you see your physician, regardless of the hierarchy of medicine, I mean, the, the way it's changed over time, the reality is that you are looking to that individual for guidance, for uh, comfort, for reassurance, for education. So then you take that same person and you put them outside the hospital, on the street, in a pharmacy or in a bar. If you if you saw them behaving in a way that was completely uh, different, that was the antithesis of what you expect them to be, how are you supposed to mesh those two together in your mind? being a physician is not a career where you can you can sort of act one way at work and act a totally different way somewhere else it just it doesn't it doesn't work that way it can't why why can't it so phys- this is my personal opinion yeah. and i think this is also the opinion of the people who fired her i um <laughs> if you see somebody acting belligerently acting completely inappropriately losing their cool losing their ability to so you you've never lost your cool i've of course i've lost my cool but yeah. but not in a don't you dare smile <laughs> not in a public place not in a place and you know it bothers me too that so that tsa incident oh my god okay <laughs> look he oh, you know now we have to tell the story and this is ridiculous i got mad at a, at a at, i'm not gonna don't say tsa i'm gonna be like on the homeland security thing forever <laughs> no i got mad one day because i was i was actually interviewing for residency and i had my suits i can't believe you brought this up i can't believe you brought this up you always do this to me okay 
So anyway, everyone, <laughs> this is what happened. I'm so mad right now. I was going through the airport with this Ryan. This is being recorded. Don't get belligerent. It's recorded. You might. <laughs> You're Never mind. so bad. Anyway. Okay, you shasha masha. So I was traveling. I had my suits. I was not planning on getting them pressed or dry clean while I was traveling. I wanted to wear them. I had two suits. I had like three interviews. I wanted to just wear them, boom, 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 and come back home. And the I, I was hoping to use, <laughs> to carry the suits on in one hand. You know, like in the old days where you could hang things in the little like closet on the plane. Yeah, no. So I took these suits and uh, they were in my hand. And then I had, I think my purse and I had my suitcase. Okay, yes. I understand that that represents three. three items. Okay. I was really... I don't know. I I I wasn't I, I wasn't thinking about it correctly. Anyway, I was really mad because the guy kept telling me you have to put those suits in your suitcase, and I I got mad and your I carry said carry on, yeah, yeah, in my carry on, yeah, yeah. And I got mad, and I I never in a million years acted like that woman, but I did get mad at him, and I said, and I shouldn't have. And Ryan was really freaked out because you don't get mad at TSA agents, like you just don't <laughs> do that, right? I mean, unless you're being really dumb, because they can, you know do all sorts of bad things <laughs> or do all sorts of things that are more going to make you not just <laughs> get your suits messed up, but you'll miss your whole damn trip um, or just get arrested and thrown in jail or <laughs> all these things. And so nothing happened. I mean, I, I just was, I was upset and I said, what, well, who's... what year was this? This was oh, this 2008. Was... Yeah, it was eight years ago. Gosh. So this is kind of before the, the kind of current smartphones where everybody had a a video camera on there. Yeah, but Ryan, you're, you see, this is why I'm getting mad because you're equating this. We're bringing up this very serious topic and this woman who acted in such a profoundly inappropriate way, disrespectful way. She was assaultive. She was, I mean, she was yes. acting in a criminal manner. Yes. And I got mad at a TSA agent and you just were freaking out because I was like throwing the suits back into my suitcase and I made a little bit of a spectacle. <laughs> Would anyone who had a smartphone back then who like went, you know, did a back to the future deal and went back in time and went to that airport with like three smartphones to capture that moment would it have caught their interest oh, yeah. i guarantee you no it was oh, not yeah. exciting no, it was it not have. no it was not interesting all that happened is i got annoyed and i said well how am i supposed to get the how am i supposed to wear these <laughs> <laughs> i said if i put them in the suitcase they're gonna get all wrinkled and mushed and i don't know how to iron <laughs> that, that is a true fact you don't iron. <laughs> actually i did i ironed a shirt the other day i, I have to iron anyway okay anyway. this is such a digression and i'm really no, officially no, mad at you it's not a digression what what i'm trying to to point out is that we are humans. We error all the time. Of course we do. Hers just happened to be caught on camera. But you know what? See, I disagree with that because that gives people this sort of ability to, to you know, give themselves an out. Like, oh, well, if I'm going somewhere where, you know, smartphones aren't allowed or if I'm going somewhere, then I can just act however I want. That's not a good message to send either. The I the yes, we live in a world now where if you and I think about this all the time in terms of raising children. Like when I was a kid, you know, you you do something embarrassing. I mean, it doesn't end up on the internet. Now, if you do something, I mean, gosh, look at the amazing woman who put on that Chewbacca mask and she's like <laughs> amazing. And awesome. I want to meet her and I want to be her friend. <laughs> and I mean, she was just doing something funny in her car. She posted on Facebook and what, two minutes later she's on Good Morning America. I mean, it's the kind of world we live in, something can go viral and 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 you your life can be changed in in three minutes it's it's that it it you know it, it doesn't mean that you should only act 
uh, in, you know, or, or no, let me say it this way. It doesn't mean that you are allowed to act poorly, um, except if there's a video around or a camera. It's you, you can't, you're, if you, once you become a physician and you are now Dr. So-and-so. I think, I think even before then, a medical student. Well, right. But especially then, I mean, if you think about it this way, if you want people to respect you and come to see you for guidance, for reassurance, to, uh, I mean, to, be to be a physician for someone you you have to hold yourself to a high standard you you cannot lose your you know what you can't lose your cool uh in a in a public setting if you want to be crazy and insane and get mad and and you know have a pillow fight or do whatever else in your house <laughs> that's what i do when i yeah, get mad no, no. <laughs> no you in your own home in your pr- like private residence go for it. You know, I mean, people are people, people have different wants and needs and, um, all sorts of idiosyncrasies. But the the reality is that once you set foot outside your private dwelling and you are in the world and you are with other people, you do, you no longer have the ability, not the ability, you no longer have the permission to act in that way to act in a way that is belligerent to, I mean, again, Ryan, people get angry. Look, I've seen people get angry and very almost, you know, well, very inappropriately in the hospital and, and yell at staff. And I've seen people be belligerent a lot. She wasn't just belligerent. And that's, I think why she got fired. She committed assault, right? She went into that, that man's car. She didn't commit assault. She wasn't, she wasn't charged with anything. Just because you're not charged, is it? This is like the whole the like tree falling in the wood thing. She, she, she. That her behavior was criminal. Whether or not she got charged with anything is is a totally separate issue. Okay. Her behavior was criminal. She, she took that man's property and threw it out of his vehicle. I don't know what what was going on with his car, by the way, because his car was like all dinged up. So I didn't know if she did that, but I don't no, think so. No, that was separate. He's just had a bad run of it. Uh, but she she went into his vehicle and she was not his customer, right? So she's invading his, you know, his space. She takes, and I'm not a lawyer, but I'm just talking here. She takes his personal property and throws it out the window, right? She not, not only that, that's like, you know, breaking and entering and I mean, all sorts of like legal <laughs> stuff I can throw out here, you know, and I'm not a JD. So what am I talking about? But anyway, I'm just like pretending to be a lawyer for five minutes because it's fun but after she throws the stuff out of the car she she hits him right i mean so yes he pushed her to the ground but that was you could argue self-defense because she need him and you know and she need him in the groin you know and uh and she pushed him he was holding her wrist if you watch that video to just try to prevent her from hitting him and let me tell you as a woman and as a young you know petite woman i i mean she's she was saying on the video i don't know if it's true but she's five foot 100 pounds she's a petite woman so you you kind of if you weren't watching all of the video you might think well gosh what is this guy doing to this petite young woman here but she was clearly acting out and he was just trying to prevent damage and and the guy didn't want any of it he didn't press charges he just he, he didn't yeah. want to be harassed you know right. i, I so, just it's sad all right so i i think we've come to the conclusion that as as a physician whether or not you, not even as a physician, as soon as you put on a white coat, whether it's the short white coat as a medical student or a long white coat as a physician. I would even argue if you're participating in clinical care, okay. period. Okay. You're a CNA, you're a nurse, you're a doctor, you're any form of... P-A-N-P. Yeah, anything. You know, you're, you're, you, you work in a hospital or clinic, period. So you're, you're held to a higher standard. Mm-hmm. 
All right, so let's let's take it a step further and and talk about she she initially was put on leave mm -hmm. as the hospital investigated and everything kind of played out. And then she was ultimately fired. Mm -hmm. Do you think she should lose her job for one bad 10-minute clip? See, this is really hard. And again, the clip part doesn't matter. I mean, it does and it doesn't. I think the video part of it matters because it, it was seen by so many people. And that gets the hospital into really, you know... Uh, a really sticky situation because you think about, okay, what if they had reinstated her and now she's seeing their patients and it's all over the internet and people, people look up doctors names all the time. I mean, yep. I can't tell you how many people come into me, my office and say, Oh yeah, I looked you up online and you know, Oh yeah, you have this podcast with, with uh, your, you know, this other Dr. Gray, right? I said, yeah, you know, I'm, I, I mean, <laughs> which is kind of funny, right? But cause it's your podcast and I'm, I co-host, you know, but I, people look you up. They they can easily they have there have all these you know grading websites now, which is a whole nother conversation for another day. But anyway, there there there's like Yelp for doctors. I mean, they people people can look you up and they can see where you went to school. And I mean, there's so much public knowledge about about physicians as there should be. So you know, I mean, the hospital who the the hospital in Miami that fired her. If you think about people knowing her and seeing her, they're gonna then. I mean, I think a lot of patients and their families would, and people actually posted about this, would feel uncomfortable going to that woman who acted in that very, very immature and very scandalous and criminal way. How are they then going to rely on her and feel safe with her? And so I can really see it from a medical legal standpoint. I feel very sorry for her. She clearly, I mean, she had apparently per what she said, she, her boyfriend had broken up with her two minutes before this happened and her father was in the hospital. Clearly this was not her best day. And she did you know that she she was extremely apologetic and you could see that this has been really devastating for her and it's sort of like well you wish you could just sort of turn the clock back and you can't you can't and that's look i mean look at you know uh lawyers i mean law school like <laughs> Gosh, I mean, if, if you have, if you're charged with a felony, I mean, they, they just will not even look at you at the bar. I mean, I have friends who are lawyers. We have friends who are lawyers. And, you know, there are certain mistakes you can't come back from. And unfortunately, while, you know, I, I wish for her that she hadn't had that happen and that she didn't, her career hadn't been destroyed over this. She, she did what she did. So I think we wanted, I wanted, we wanted to have this discussion because we're in an age of technology where everything is online and everything is recorded mm -hmm. there's there's 10 second snaps and and however many second vines and periscopes and meerkats and facebook lives and well i don't know what half those things were just, just you <laughs> you need to be aware of everything that you are doing as you go on this path because the most, I don't want to say the 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 silliest thing is going to screw you up. You obviously need to screw up pretty bad, which she did. Oh yeah. But you just have to be aware that everything that you're doing could have ass consequences. Assume that it's being watched and recorded. That uh, that assume. Too, but assume. Well, I know, but you also you don't want people to get paranoid. Yeah. But I assume. think right. I mean, you just you want to conduct yourself in 
you know, be a good human being, number one. Don't act crazy, number two. If you're going to act crazy, do it in the privacy of your own home. (laughs) Crazily, crazy. Um, But it it, it goes beyond just how you act in public, too. And and it's your, your social media persona that you're putting out there, the pictures that you're putting out there. And definitely the, the images that you're showing and how you're portraying yourself online that that all can come back to haunt you. If you don't have your privacy settings correct, uh, you know, if you haven't put them or um, what's the word I'm looking for, if you haven't done a good job with those, patients can look you up and find your name and friend you. <laughs> I've had friends of mine have had that happen and they've I mean, people can find you online and you're in your personal life. Yeah. So you have to be careful. And, you know, this came up in a big way on the residency interview trail because people, I remember our medical school telling us that when you interview for residency, you you go on these dinners the night before, or you go for lunch, you, you spend time with the residents, and they are watching you, they're observing you, they're observing how you behave. And uh, this came full circle there's, when- There's usually alcohol involved with right, residency Right, because they take you off and out for dinner and they'll give you wine or you can have, you know, free drinks or whatever. But this came full circle then when I was a resident because I remember the uh, my residency program director saying, if you know, let us know what you thought of so and so, and were there any red flags, and did their beha- you know something like was any you know was anything off about them or their behavior? So <laughs> it's it's very real, and that was when we were medical students applying for residency. You know that they were we were on these interviews. So it really, and it should even start before that, right? Because imagine that you're, you know, a medical student and you are in your clinic for your your rotation, learning how to do the physical exam. And then let's say you bump into your patient at a bar a few weeks later and you're acting like a crazy person. It's just, it's embarrassing. If you put yourself in that situation, it would be very embarrassing. I, I would hope it would be embarrassing, right? Yeah, I think so. But and yeah, the social media thing, it's um, you just have to be careful. I think there's social media, there's so much data mining that happens now. You know, people, I mean, people, it's a big word for you. Thanks. I was really proud of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, people get hacked. People, you, you can't live in fear. You can't live in a bubble. You can't, you have to go through life and do your job and do what you need to do. But you also don't want to be dumb. <laughs> you just, you know, you want to be mindful of what you're putting out there. Um, what you are, what what you are owning? Yeah, but a, a lot of what it comes down to as well is, as soon as you take that Hippocratic oath in medical school, you again you're being held to a higher standard. Your decisions are going to be questioned every step of the way, and so we were doing some research into this to see what other boneheaded physicians were out there doing kind of stupid things to, to result in getting fired. And and obviously, uh, we, we found one physician who got fired for posting stuff on Facebook, patient information on Facebook, which is an obvious HIPAA violation and costs the hospital a lot of money. And, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it costs the physician a lot of money too, but uh, obviously, anything that is just... It's a clear violation of patient privacy. So I, I remember, I think it was Britney Spears was in the hospital in LA for something and a bunch of employees went and looked up her medical records 
they were fired. Yeah. <laughs> they they have ways of tracking this stuff. On spot. I mean, that's, that is in, if when you apply for a job as a physician and you do confidentiality training or you, you're going through your confidentiality training, your HIPAA training, uh, once you've already been hired, every single time you do that training, they, it's very clear if, you know, they talk with you about how if you look up, a, a patient's record who is not your patient, someone that, oh, hey, you know, or let's say a family member, you will get fired on the spot. That well, is just not tolerated. As soon as they find it. Right. No, of course. But I mean, and, and that's happened to many people and it's it's unfortunate. And the other thing this article talked about is that it's not even just, okay, obviously you don't want to put a patient's name and their age or date of birth or anything crazy like that, their social security number. But you also have to be careful about locations and you have to be careful about the situation because again, Facebook, social media is everywhere now. People, I sometimes see people like in the ER, you know, <laughs> like on Facebook during their break. You, If you put enough information in there that somebody could figure out who that person was, that's a HIPAA violation. Yeah, yeah. If you put some, uh, a very popular thing to do is post weird x-rays or weird CT scan images. And if that patient can look at that x-ray and go, hey, that's me, that's a HIPAA violation. Right. So even if you take out all the identifiers, so you just you just have to be really careful. Or just don't post anything, period. Right. Yeah, I, I think, so I'll tell you, I mean, I'm a, I'm part of this um, group, uh, Facebook group, uh, Physician Moms group, and there are other groups that I'm part of where we're, like there's a there's a neurology group that I'm part of. Anyway, we do share uh, patient cases and situations, but we would never ever ever use identifiers. And um, we we talk about the case like something that you could read, you know, online in the literature, something on PubMed, something that is very very much you know you you there's no way to identify that individual because we're looking for advice and help from our colleagues and peers. We're not we're not looking to um, to gossip or to make a story or to you know we're looking for. Uh, for help. So it just, yeah, it, I, again, I think I watched that video again tonight. I feel really sad for her. I mean, it, you know, it, it, after you're fired from a residency program, it's, that's kind of lights out, you know, it's, it would be really hard to believe that she would be rehired yeah. somewhere. It yeah. is getting a residency spot is such a big deal. Um, you know, and, and now they're, <laughs> they're trying to keep up with the number of medical student graduates and providing residency spots for all of them. So it's just, you just don't want to go there. Yeah. She, she might be able to practice somewhere as a general practitioner, having a couple of years under her belt of residency training, but right. that's like assuming the state's going to yeah. license her. Well, and that's the problem. I mean, now I, when you go to get your state license, you are going to be held to very high standards about yeah. that too. Because yeah, you're going to, you have to answer yes if you've lost your privileges. Right, exactly. If you ever have been suspended or any of those things, it's you know this this entire conversation for me, Ryan, goes back to what I've said many times on this show, which is that being a physician is it's a calling. It's it's more than a job. It is it is an, it is part of your identity as a human being when you become a physician as a med, as a medical student, as a physician. It is part of who you are and you don't want to compromise who you are and you are held to a higher standard like it or not, you are. And uh I think I think that's why images of like that physician who was crying on the side of the road uh after he couldn't save that patient really hit people hard because they see the humanity in physicians. You know, we're, we're held to this high standard. We are human beings and we don't often show 
where there's not an expectation to show your humanity. There's an expectation to be competent and to do your job and to have good bedside manner, but not to show sort of your vulnerability. So, you know, that physician crying, that was okay, you know, but the way that this woman acted, again, if it were, you know, and I'm not, I'm not saying we're better than anybody. You, you guys know me. I, I don't, that's not the way I think. I'm, I'm just saying that if you, in certain professions, you know, you can, do your thing and you come home on the weekend and how you act in you know, the world around you is, is not, I think held to as high a standard as it is for us. It's just, it's, that's just the reality. All right. I like it. So did, do you agree with me? I mean, you kept yeah. asking my perspective. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Uh, I think the take home message here is don't leave your house. Uh, well, and you know what? She should be forgiven. I mean, as a person, she wants forgiven forgiveness. Forgiven as a person, yes. yes. Yes, forgiveness, you know? But it's a gift. She doesn't get her job back. But yeah, that's what's sad, you know? Okay. So it's sad. This is a really sad episode. Okay, we need yeah. to like, I don't know, inject some- uh, Maybe she can go work for the pharmaceutical industry. Some humor. Hey, what is, oh, you mean because- She's a physician. She has her MD. So now you're Ordeo. saying that pharmaceutical companies don't hold people to high standards. Well, no, the patient's not gonna- I don't know. I don't know. Let's just, not go there. We, I, I I think we wish her the best, you know, as a human being yep. on this planet. So, yeah. um, yeah. All right. Is that it? Are you really going to leave now? I mean, I like if I were listening, I'd be sad. And well, don't be sad. I I think. It, well, it is sad. It is sad. But is I, sad. I I don't. I'm I'm an upbeat kind of person. You know, I I don't like to kind of. You uh, know, this is an audio podcast. People can't see you dancing. Yeah, but you know. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> That's, it's like when you watch a scary movie that really makes you upset and then you watch like the Care Bears or something well, or like I, Finding Nemo. Why don't, why don't we end on a high and talk about our latest review? Oh, I would love that. Okay. So medicalschoolhq.net slash iTunes. If you haven't left us a rating interview, I would really, really love one because we're stuck at 399 five-star oh, ratings. Really? In the US. We have, more than, we have more than 400 if you count all the other countries. 399 in the US. So it's weird that it tells you that. It's like interesting. I don't know. What do you mean? I don't know. It's interesting that it breaks it down Her like country? that. Yeah. Well, I mean, every, iTunes is a worldwide phenomenon. It's not a United States thing. No, but every every country has different iTunes stores because different uh, different copyrights and trademarks and whatever. Does Apple have stores outside the US? Yes. Are they like crazy yes. and they all wear the blue The world does not revolve around the US. Yes, I know that's what I was trying to say. Anyway. Oh, okay. All right, anyway. moving on. So we have a new review from VU Brandon, who calls this podcast necessary, says this podcast has provided invaluable insight and has even made the pre-med process entertaining. Mm. It's the perfect remedy to the other toxic pre-med communities, SDN, <coughs> I've only visited as a necessary evil. I've found that the interviews conducted, niche content reviewed, and diverse perspectives, diverse perspectives offered very refreshing hats off that's awesome thank you vu brandon i just I, that rem, that just made me think of two things number one you said niche not niche and i know that's like a big deal to you because you have this whole show about that i just had to mention it wasn't that. a show it was a talk okay yeah. well anyway yeah. i thought it was niche and apparently it's not it's niche so. well if you're uh, oh, from, here we go. <laughs> from european countries they may say niche but in the u.s we call it niche okay the other thing I thought is that we never explained the Spider-Man reference. Yeah, it's all right. No, I just want to mention right, it. Yeah. Oh, gosh. See, like, let me co-host here. You know? All right. 
So anyway, the Spider-Man reference was, if you haven't watched Spider-Man recently, um, I, I believe, I don't want to be uh, erring here, but I'm fairly certain it was from this. So he talks about uh, with great power, the dad, the dad, you know, the Spider-Man's dad. Um, what's his name? Peter Parker? Yeah, Peter Parker's, no, it's not even his, his dad, uncle. it's his uncle. Yes, it's Come his on. uncle. All right, all right. So his uncle says, with great power comes great responsibility. And that's what we were talking about before the show. So it was funny when you said, why so serious? Because that's a Batman reference. And then this is another Marvel reference because this is Spider-Man. But that's what we were talking about. That it's great, but not necessarily that physicians have great power, like the president of the United States. There is, yes, power, but it's this whole thing. It, it With great power comes great responsibility. And I think it's, it's, a, it's a good sort of motto, if you will. It's okay. a good thing to think about. All right. You're looking at me like I'm nuts. But anyway, I thought it, I, I wanted to explain that for anyone who was wondering about what I was talking about with this Spider-Man reference. Already. All right. I guess I'm fired, you guys. <laughs> it was nice fired. knowing you. So this is the last time Allison's <laughs> going to be on the show. Thank you very much. You know, I think I provide funny, entertaining comic relief. That you do. <laughs> Thank you. I'm just kidding, and everyone. It, your services thanks are no for, longer needed. For, I know. Thanks for putting up with me all this time. I, I It's been fun. All right, so I want to take a minute and thank our sponsor for this week's show, Next Step Test Prep. If you are in the process of studying for the MCAT and you need some help, which we all do, then I highly recommend Next Step Test Prep for one-on-one -on -one tutoring. Now, you need to understand who you are and how you study. Some of you will like to study in a classroom setting, some of you want to sit at home in your pajamas and listen to the teacher teaching you in a class online. Some of you want that one-on-one -on -one help. And that's where Next Step Test Prep shines. If you go to medicalschoolhq.net slash next step, you can sign up for a free full-length exam and uh, talk to them about how they can help you on your MCAT journey. Again, medicalschoolhq.net slash next step they they only do at this point there's some changes in the future which we'll talk about at another time but at this point they specialize in one-on-one -on -one tutoring they help a lot of mcat retakers retake the test figure out where their weaknesses are and how to improve every student that i've talked to that has taken and used next step for their prep has come back and said uh, only positive things about their experience. So go check them out medicalschoolhq.net slash next step. Allison, any parting words of wisdom? Well, I don't know. I just, I mean, now you fired me, Before so you I'm kind of sad. And, no, I'm just kidding. Um, no, it's, it's, it's been fun. I hope it's been valuable. I hope it's not been too much of a Debbie Downer. I think, I think we try to be authentic and real on the show and we're just, this, this came up recently and we always want to share with you things that we think are worth talking about, that we talk about, that we, that we pause and, and yeah. think about. Yeah. So different kind of show. I hope you enjoyed it. If you want to continue the conversation, go to medicalschoolhq.net slash one eight three continue the conversation there, or you can continue it in the hangout, medicalschoolhq.net slash group. And one last plug, go sign up for notification of when we launch the MCAT podcast over at the mcatpodcast.com. And you'll enter to win a chance. You'll enter for a chance to win uh, one of two 
10 pack practice tests from Next Step Test Prep, which is pretty cool. So when we launch that, we'll pick two winners from people that have signed up to be notified when we launch that podcast, which is hopefully in the next month or two. Again, thank you for listening. Without you, there would be no podcast. Without this podcast, we couldn't have been nominated for the second year in a row for the Academy of Podcasters Top Podcasts in Science and Medicine. That award ceremony is July 6th in Chicago. I will be there. I will not be wearing a tux, but uh, I hope to be there. I will be there, and uh, I will try to Facebook Live it. I think that'd be cool. What do you think? I think it'd be cool. All right. All right. I think it'll do it. All right. I hope you enjoyed today's conversation. And as always, I hope you join us next week here at the Medical School Headquarters and the Pre-Med Years Podcast.